In today's economic storm, people's retirement accounts are being devastated. Consumers are searching for a safe place to put their money. Are you feeling the same? If you are, please get ready to listen and learn about a new concept that will give you financial security and peace of mind. Now, here is the host of Become the Banker, certified financial planner and award-winning author, Joseph Quijano. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Joseph Quijano, and uh, my son uh, Jordan is with us as well. We're going to have a great, great show. I want to welcome you to the Become the Banker radio show. And also, I want to thank you for letting us into your home in this beautiful Monday morning. Can you believe it? It's March already? Gosh, I, to me, it's just mind-boggling how much time, how fast time flies. I mean, it wasn't too long ago that we were just going into uh, January. But now it's March. It's almost one quarter of the way gone, 2021. The first quarter, just around the corner. So to me, this is a very important thing because most people procrastinate about not planning financially for the future. And you know, time just flies, like it's flying right now. Today's the 1st of March. So let me ask you a question before we begin on the topic. Are you happy where you are right now financially? Or would you like to see some changes to make it even better? I'll tell you what, I mean, if you're like most people, you're not really totally satisfied where, with where you are at this point in life financially, and you definitely want to do something to change that pattern, to change that direction, to be able to achieve greatness in the year 2021. But don't wait. I mean, don't wait till November of this year to begin doing something. Begin to do it now. And, you know, I think uh, my son Jordan and I came up with this topic, and uh, I think it's really timely, because most people basically invest money, or are they thinking that they're investing money? And at the same time, they're also thinking because they're investing money, they're saving money, right? Like if you ask anybody that has like a 401k or an IRA or a pension plan, and you ask them, are you saving any money? Nine out of 10 people will tell you, yes, we are. We are saving in a 401k. We are saving on an IRA. We're saving on a pension plan. But that's not really saving. That is investing. The differences between saving and investing are just like night and day. Saving means that you're not going to lose any money. That means that you're going to be putting some money away and you're not going to lose any money, period. That means that you go to the bank, local bank, and you open up a savings account. You may not be getting a lot of return, probably nothing, less than 1%, probably, but you're not going to lose any money, are you? You can count on your money being there. That is actually what I call savings. Now, Investing, on the other hand, 
has the potential for great gains, but also the danger of losses. So investing money, you can make money, but also lose it. So I want to begin this radio show today with that definition, okay? The definition between saving and investing. And I know that uh, we have a lot of misconceptions. You know, the topic of today is, you know, find out more about the misconceptions that the banks and, fin and financial institutions use to make us believe, to make us think that we are on the right track when it's actually, they're teaching us the wrong things. They're teaching us the wrong things that they're actually, those things are working against us. So rather than going forward, we're going backwards. You know, I just had a, a nice uh, meeting over the weekend with a client and Jordan, you probably remember the family really well. The uh, Nixes, you know, the farmers from Kansas. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. They brought their entire family. Their entire family came. We had about uh, 10 people in the training room that we have. And um, he brought all his uh, two daughters and, and two sons that he has. And uh, they're all grown up, right? That's and, perfect. Uh, one of the topics was actually saving and investing money, right? And um, one of the uh, sons... Um, who uh, drives a truck? Actually, he uh, he said to me, "Well, what about if we just put money under the mattress? Would that be saving?" You know what? I thought about that, and I would say, and and then and then I remember a family in California many years ago that, that actually was saving money. Under the mat, on, under the mattress, basically, and they had right, a lot of money. Right. They had all their savings under the mattress, and guess what happened? When I don't know if you uh, you remember this, but no, I, mean, I recall that. Yeah, you know the uh, they had some mudslides in California. It rained so hard, and yep. some of the homes were actually on a hill, and and basically this home was actually on a hill, and it slid all the way down into the ocean. They lost everything. Oh my goodness. So, is that saving? No, right? That that's not saving. So I mean, if you if they would have put this money in a bank, they would have kept their money, right? So this well, is it. Honest, at one point, I want to make investment. on that. Yeah, yeah. You know, as I mean, I think we we see that pretty uh, frequently nowadays. Whether it be maybe not so much a bed that they're saving money in, but we see a lot of people start to save money in safes. You know, they don't want to take right. the risk at the bank anymore. Which you know. The point that you're making is very true and valid that the difference between saving and investing is is night and day. It's completely two different things, but people have to, you know, they have to keep it separate in their mind. But a lot of times now people are finding that now that the banks aren't giving us any interest, you know, or 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 less than, you know, the 1%, which we're losing on inflation because inflation is running over three and a half percent on on, a, on our goods, you know, most people just say, you know what, I'd rather just keep the money at my house because I'm not getting anything at the bank. And it keeps the fear that if for some reason there were ever a bank run, just like there was with the Great Depression time, or even during the 2007 mortgage collapse, when people were trying to take out 
all their money, a lot of banks had to shut it down. They got banks got put out of business because they don't have all the money to give back to everybody. I mean, that is the fear that a lot of us are certain to realize is banks really do not have the money in the bank, number one. But number two, sometimes I get it. You know, I understand why they don't want to always put it at the bank. But you have to put it somewhere that's guaranteed to be safe, you know, that you're not going to lose it. Just like that story of the family in California in a, in a house accident, uh, whether it be the mudslides over there or a house fire or just anything. You have to have it absolutely secure and protected. So I, I, I agree with that. But that's just it's just ironic how many times I've heard it when I meet with families. I know. And, 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 and you know, Jordan, you, you may remember this, too, but I mean, you know. I, I came from a different era altogether. And, uh, you know, we used to believe in saving money in the house all the time. And um, I remember that a um, long time ago when I cashed in uh, one of my uh, 401ks that I had with a company that uh, I was working for, I put this money, this cash, cash on foil paper. And guess where I put it? You see, that's what they taught me to do many years ago. I put that on my freezer on the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, I believe. That. I remember that, and I mean, you know, and then every time that I want to buy something, you know, I mean, I went to that freezer, you know, unrolled the uh, foil paper, aluminum paper, and took out the money to buy things. Yeah, I mean, then all of a sudden it dawned on me: what happened? What would happen? I mean, if somebody came into my home, a thief. And went through. I mean, they they know where people hide their money, right? Right. right. So so that's it, that's not really really saving. I mean, it's really almost like uh, in between investing, right? You're investing that uh, you're going to keep your money safe, but in reality, you're going to lose the money if somebody comes in and takes it. Or well, you have a yeah. disaster like the California house. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that's that's the big difference for today is that people just have to realize, I mean, wherever you save the money, irregardless if it's a bank or if you're going to take that risk on yourself and put it in a, in a mattress or a safe or a freezer, the reality of it is, is you just can't have it somewhere where it can lose value because of market fluctuations or could lose value due to uh, steep drops because we're going to war or, or something of that sort. I mean, that is where when people are saving money to 401k or they think that they're saving, saving, that's the key word, saving money to 401k, you have no control of taking that money out at any given moment and you have to pay taxes and penalties on it on top of that. When we're talking about saving money, this means money that you can get access to right now, today. If the floor falls out from underneath you, you could go grab it. You have it. You don't have to cash it out. You don't have to call it to somebody. You don't have to withhold taxes or pay a penalty of 10% because you're under the age of 59 and a half. I mean, that is the clear-cut difference between savings and investing right there. And most people, again, unfortunately, in today's world, are not saving. Most people are not putting money at the banks or even at their house. Very little do we see a lot of times that most people are just putting all their money in their 401ks or their investments or properties. And that's okay to have a good portion of your 
uh, portfolio or your accounts working for you, but you need to have savings. You really do. It's something that we all know is important, but sometimes don't have the discipline to do that. So truly take, take, take this time to reflect and figure out how can you start putting some of your paycheck aside every single month so that you can have that savings. And we always encourage every one of our clients when we walk into our door that you should have three to six months of expenses or paychecks, three to six months, however you want to look at it, expenses or paychecks, set aside just in case the what if happens. What if you lose your job? What if there's a pandemic? What if you get injured and you can't work and you don't have some you know, disability uh, pension or anything like that built up, or you don't have disability with a, uh, a policy with insurance? What if you don't have, uh, you know, you're sick or, or just anything? There's a lot of what ifs that can happen. And if you're not prepared for that, you're going to get hurt pretty bad. And if you try to cash out your 401k to cover for that, that what if, you're going to lose 30 to 40% right off the top especially if you're under the age of 59 and a half, that 30 to 40% with taxes at 20 to 25% and at the penalty about 10%. So that right there with all the hard work you did to save your money, you lose it in a step of a figure overnight, 35 to 40%, just like that. So this is really crucial to keep, your investments, keep your 401ks, keep your money where it is, do what it's doing, but you have to have savings. You have to have savings aside from it, apart from it, so that you don't have to tap into your products to, 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 to really take away from your growth. Would you, would you want to add anything to that, Joseph? Well, I, think, I, right? think, I think you said it properly. I think, you know, the whole idea, you know, is to uh, control your money, right? You got to control your money. You have to have a pool of money that you can actually control, that you can control. Now, a 401k or an IRA, they're not, I mean, I'm talking about the United States, you know, those are plans that are created by the government. We have just, just, just like you so beautifully explained. I mean, we have no control over those plans. The government's controlling us by telling us when to take the money out or penalizing us if we take the money out too early or they're going to penalize us if we don't take it when we reach a certain age. I mean, what kind of freedom is that? There's no freedom. So we need to have a pool of money that we, we the people, can actually control. We the consumers can actually control, not have a bank or a financial institution or the government controlling our money. Now, we're going to be taking a short uh, break. And we're going to come back and we're going to really dive into the topic of some of the misconceptions, okay? Some of the misconceptions about investing money. Now that we talk about the uh, differences between saving and investing, we're going to be talking about some of the misconceptions. What, what, are, what, are, what are we uh, actually being taught by the banks, financial institutions, and our family that's working against us? So stay with us. Uh, this is Joseph Quijano with my son, Jordan Quijano, and we're going to be right back with the Become the Banker radio show. 
If what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true, when would you like to know about it? Most of us have been taught wrong about money either by our family or friends. Our school system does not have any curriculum to teach us how money really works and how to make our money grow without risk in any economy. By tuning in to Become the Banker radio show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano, you'll learn the truth about money and strategies to help you grow your money without risk. Are you ready to thrive financially in the economy? Listen for Become the Banker radio show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Become the Banker Show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano. To participate in today's show, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also ask or comment by email to joseph at becomethebanker.org. Or text to 303-880-0887. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Joseph Quijano, and we're talking about the misconceptions that we have been actually taught by our family members, the banks, and financial institutions about investing, investing our money. Now that we covered the definition of uh, investing versus savings, I think this is a great time and uh, to talk about some of those terrible, I feel, terrible misconceptions that are really working against us. I think Jordan and I actually uh, talked about this before, that some of the uh, education that, that needs to be taught in schools are, it's not being taught. I mean, we are... We are, excuse me, we're uh, basically going from grade school to junior high to high school and to college and up and even advanced degrees. And we're learning all about a subject of our choice. However, though, this financial institutions or educational institutions are not teaching us anything about money or finances. This is why, Jordan, I think you and I can agree on this. You know, we have found that people in all different professions, okay, that make a lot of money, a lot of money, they're professionals. They have the same problems, the people who are just getting by. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because they don't have the education. I mean, they could be, they could be an excellent surgeon. They could be an excellent CEO of a company but they lack the most vital ingredient of success, I feel, which is financial security because they don't right. know enough about it. <clears throat> or, just or just financial you know, planning as a whole, you know, whether that yeah. be putting that money away for retirement or whether that be 
as simple as building a savings account for the what if. I mean, financial planning as a whole, it encumbers so many areas in your life, but most people think it's just 401ks or it's just for the future when I retire. Well, that's so not true. I mean, you have to have a lot more to that, whether it be college planning, paying off the debts in the appropriate way, building the savings account that we're talking about, as well as having a balanced portfolio or control for your future so that you can have guaranteed income for the rest of your life. You're absolutely right. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, uh, you know, I, you bring a beautiful topic because, I, you know, when I, when I became certified as a financial planner, you know, there's a course that you have to take. I mean, it's a very, very demanding course that you take. And normally it takes about three to four years to complete. And during that course, we learn that there's different areas like you were talking about, about financial planning that people need. The number one area is simple as budgeting, believe it or not, okay, budgeting. Secondly, you know, tax planning. So we need to help people understand about taxes, right? That's part of the, you know, curriculum. Then investment planning. Then you have estate planning upon you know, some, somebody's death, you know, what's going to happen to their estate. And insurance planning. I'm talking about all forms of insurance, okay? And also retirement planning. So those are the topics that people need to really understand and be good at. However, though, how many people do you know, Jordan, that would have a lot of time to do this on their own? If if they're a, if they're a heart surgeon, for example, or if they're a CEO of a company, you think they're going to go and study this information to make their decisions better? Yeah, probably not. Not at all. And, and, and they just don't have the time for that. I mean, you can't be an expert of all trades, right? That's there's, right. That there's just no possibility. That's right. So so they have to rely on people like you and I. And this is what I'm trying to get at. I mean, we really want the listeners, you know, to really, really rely on professional people, people that have made it their careers to help other people achieve financial security. In my case, I've been doing this for the last... Jordan has been with me for almost 12 years. This is this right here. So we vote it. You're helping people any with any situation achieve total financial freedom. And ladies and gentlemen, you know, you, you don't have to be shy. We don't charge a fee. You can just send us an email. And please, by all means, or go to our website, becomethebanker.org and request a consultation with us or give us a call. I mean, we're able to call us. And by the way, we did get a uh, comment uh, the other day, uh, Jordan, I don't know if you uh, got it, but I mean, there was a lady that says, I've been listening to your podcasts and I really, really want to thank you for the education providing to the masses of people that are talking Absolutely. 
and 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 I think uh, you know that's that's very important to, to to say that you know with us helping not only just the masses of people but with the education that we're putting out there just to get people aware of what's going on in today's world, aware of of where people are losing money on the every day to day. I mean, it's so hard to to get ahead financially even if you're making good money i mean truly that is the case but but the key thing is you got to know where your money is going you have to know where your money is going and how you can control that and just like we my father mentioned no matter what profession you're in no matter how intelligent you are at the end of the day everybody needs assistance everybody needs the right kind of planning to make sure that tomorrow when you do retire, you have correct formulas that give you paychecks for the rest of your life. You have the correct kind of uh, a plan and, 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 you know, plan put together so that whatever may life may throw you, if you do lose that job, if you do need a nursing home, if you unfortunately pass away prematurely, you know, and, and just anything that you have everything in place so that no matter what happens, your wishes are carried out. No matter where where you may go with living, if you need a nursing home, you have the appropriate care taking care of you, and that you don't have to rely on the government system because a lot of times, you know, people don't put those plans in action. And and I'll be just straight about it. And we've mentioned this before. You know, if you go on government care, whether it be long term care, but you know, for for living assistance. Uh, when you're in your elder years, it's not the prettiest sight to see. I mean, it's not what you would really, uh, really want to do. So with that being said, our last topic that we mentioned last week, we were talking about debts, you know, those the misconceptions about, you know, the low interest rates that, uh, you know, that people are always chasing when it comes to really borrowing money for the bank or borrowing money for the credit card. And we were talking about mortgages specifically. I mean, when you look at mortgages, a lot of times people don't realize with balloon interest rates, with the way that the banks really hide those fees so well inside the plants, people don't realize what they're paying at the end of the day. So a lot of times people are losing 30 to 34, maybe 35% of every dollar they make to finance charges. And usually it's only on three items, one credit card, one mortgage, and one vehicle loan or automobile loan. So with those three areas, people are losing over a third of every dollar they make just in finance charges. So if you have multiple homes, if you have multiple credit cards, maybe even multiple vehicles, just do, you know, just imagine how much more you're losing. Well, we talked about that last week. We talked about the the equation called volume of interest and really what you need to do to figure out the real interest rate of every debt you're paying. This should encourage you to really sit down and do the spring cleaning we talked about, but use that volume of interest equation to figure out what debt you're actually putting out the door that you're never going to see again. Well, this week... We wanted to talk about the investment side, really the piece that most people don't realize that we might be chasing the wrong items when it comes to making money. So when we look at investments, 
I could probably, you know, I, I think it's fair to say, I mean, we've been doing this for, you know, almost 15 years now, as far as our going out and doing webinars and, and teaching this to the public on a, you know, seminar basis or now a computer basis with the whole uh, pandemic. But the biggest thing is we always ask individuals and families, when you're looking to make money, when you are looking to make money, what is the number one item? If you can only choose one item, what is the number one item or what number one criteria that you look for on that investment or that savings account? If you can only choose one item, one thing that's so important to you, you know, whether it be the terms on the low or, or the terms of the investment, uh, you know, taxation, the the rate of return, what is the most important item to you? Well, I will tell you right now, 98%, maybe 99% of most people always say the rate of return. They are chasing the highest rate of return, no matter what. I mean, that's what we're taught. If you go down the street and the bank A is going to give you a 10% savings account or a 10% CD, but the bank around the corner is going to give you 15%, where are most people going to go? Well, they're going to go to the 15%. That's what we've been chasing is we always go for the highest rate of return. Well, I'm going to tell you where we come back from break. That is not the item you should be looking for. That is wrong. That is the wrong method of thinking. The highest rate of return is not the most important item. That is really probably the second or third, maybe even fourth on down the list that you should be focusing on. And right after this break, I'm going to share with you what is the most important item, and we'll dive deep on how you can change your 2021 and really make it work for you. So this is Jordan Quijano with Joseph Quijano with Become the Banker on Inspire Choices Network, and we'll be right back with you after this short break. If what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true, when would you like to know about it? Most of us have been taught wrong about money either by our family or friends. Our school system does not have any curriculum to teach us how money really works and how to make our money grow without risk in any economy. By tuning in to Become the Banker radio show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano, you'll learn the truth about money and strategies to help you grow your money without risk. Are you ready to thrive financially in the economy? Listen for Become the Banker Radio Show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Investments hit all-time lows, except for Become the Banker. Do you know how much money was lost in those accounts? Not one penny. Become the Banker is a safe, guaranteed return of 4% plus a 1% dividend. In a nutshell, you overfund life insurance on purpose to build a tax-sheltered cash account for retirement and for loaning to yourself along the way and not losing to the stock market. BecomeTheBanker.org. You owe it to yourself to go to the next seminar. BecomeTheBanker.org. Who's laughing now? This is the Become the Banker Show with certified financial planner, Joseph Quijano. To participate in today's show, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also ask or comment by email to joseph at becomethebanker.org or text to 303-880-0887.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Jordan Quijano coming back for the break here and uh, just wanted to follow back with what I was talking about right before the uh, the last little break we had there, which was, again, talking about back over here, Jordan, as well. OK, OK, very good, Joe. So I, I, the, the key thing here is we're talking about what are the misconceptions of big making money or investments and the biggest area that most people chase or they look for again is the high rate of return that is the number one item that most people are always looking for which again that is incorrect that should not be your main focus really let me rephrase the question now and let me let me see what you think now if i ask you this question if you could choose on an investment if you could choose if it's the rate of return that you're looking for, that's most important, or how that investment will be taxed or how that product will be taxed. Again, is it the rate of return that's most important to you or how the taxation of that investment product will be at the end? Well, this is what we're going to talk about right now, because let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, most people, like I said, will say rate of return at first. But once we're done talking with you, I will share with you. You'll see why that's not the most important. Now, Joseph, are you there? I'm here. I mean, uh, can you hear me? I don't know yep, what's happening yep. here, but uh, it's okay. Yep, yep. We can hear you. Everything's fine. So here. go for it. So, so we just talked about the the taxes versus rate of return. So, if you want to jump in with that, right? Absolutely. You know, I believe that, uh, like you were saying, I was able to hear your conversation really well. So I think we've been taught, you know, the wrong things about money and the wrong things about investing money. Uh, the rate of return really is not the most important item of investing. Most people believe that that's what it is. So because I think we all have this little seed of greediness. Don't you agree, Jordan? You know, that we want to make something big out of a little thing, right? So if we invest a penny on the stock market, you know, they have penny stocks, by the way, right? Who could make a million dollars? I mean, who wouldn't go for that, right? I think there's a little seed that takes over our financial wisdom, you know, and, 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 and we have total chaos. Because I think people are chasing, people are chasing, like you said, the high rates of return. And that it is not, and I'm going to emphasize that again, it is not where financial security lies, okay? That's where greed is in, not security. So what is the most important thing about investing? What is the most important thing? Well, one of the most important things about investing your money is really taxation. How investment, how is that returned going to be taxed? And I'm going to tell you something right now. The family that we had over the weekend that I mentioned earlier on this radio show, they got it. They got it. They said, you know, we're investing money in a 401k, but when we take it out, we're going to lose 30% or more. And then somebody else of the uh, of the family said, and we don't know what the tax brackets are going to be, do we? 
That is right. I mean, here in the United States, at least I can tell you something right now, we all are aware that President Biden is thinking about increasing capital gains taxes to 35%, ladies and gentlemen, 35%. Now, right now, capital gains taxation is 16%. So he's doubling that. What about our income tax taxation? What's going to happen in the future with, Jordan, do you, do you happen to know what is the national debt right now? I, yeah, I haven't checked recently, but it's, it's, it's nearing 30 trillion. I mean, it, it's, it's tremendous about. So what do you think taxes are going to do? There, there's only one way that they can go and that's up. Don't you agree? So taxation, yes. I believe is more important than the rate of return on a given investment. So. You know, I think we uh, we do this at webinars. We do this at with when we held seminars before. We actually showed the crowd what what people would consider a magnificent rate of return, which is a hundred percent. That would be a ideal. Don't you agree? A hundred percent would be an ideal rate of return. Now, there's nothing giving you a hundred percent, by the way. But I'm telling you, if you could get 100%, I'm sure you wouldn't complain, would you? That would be amazing. Now, if you were to get 100% on a single dollar, $1, and just compound that dollar every single year for 20 years, like, for example, $1 becomes two the second year. The next year becomes four. The next year becomes eight. The next year becomes 16. The next year becomes 32 and so on and on and on and on and on. Do you have any idea how much money your dollar would be worth at the end of 20 years if you follow the same pattern at 100% rate of return? Every single year for 20 years. That's right. Yep. Yeah. It'll, 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 my gosh, it would be over a million dollars, right? Yeah, a million, million $48,576 is the exact number, actually. That is wow. how See, much the dollar would be worth if you're compounding every single year at 100% for the next 20 years. But with no what? No taxes. That's right. That's right. That's without any taxation at all. Now, what happens if you include in that equation or the formula a rate of taxation of maybe 17%, one seven. It's not the highest tax bracket. Here in the United States, you know, we have the highest tax bracket in the 30s. So we're choosing a tax bracket that is low, 17%. And that's pretty much pretty much, uh, pretty much close to uh, capital gains because capital gains is 16%, you know? So, right. so consider it about the same, uh, 17% taxes, all that, same equation if you're getting a dollar bill but a 100% rate of return but now you apply a 17% tax bracket to it that means every year you're going to be paid taxes of 17% and at the end of the 20 years you're not going to have the million dollars that you were seeing with no taxes what you're actually going to show up with is $177,427 
So wow. less than two hundred thousand. From a million to that. A million to less than two hundred thousand, with the same exact one hundred percent rate of return. Everything's still the same. You know, you're still getting double your money every single year, but with taxes of seventeen percent, the lowest tax rate bracket, you are losing almost eighty percent of your money. That's amazing to me, you know, and 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 this is when we when when we show people this, and by the way, you can check our math. When we show people this, their eyes light up, and they they make don't they make a sound, Jordan? Said, "Oh, <laughs> I mean, like, oh, gosh, yeah, who got the money? Absolutely, they do. The government." That's who got the money. Now, what if you were what if you were blessed and you were making more income? So your tax bracket is higher than 17%, but not the highest yet. Let's say that you were on the 27% tax bracket. 27%, not the 35% that we have here, but 27%. How much money from that million would you have, Jordan? Yep. You'd have less than sixty thousand, so it would come down to about fifty-seven thousand six hundred sixty-six dollars. So again, that's a twenty-seven percent tax bracket. It's not the highest, but you're still getting a hundred percent rate of return every single year. Your money's, money's doubling, but now the government's taking more taxes from you because you're making more money. You're blessed. You're in a, in a better position. So Uncle Sam's going to take twenty-seven percent on top of your, your your taxes every year. Just like you pay your taxes every April, this is what we're talking about. 27 is coming out on your investment here. And this is the true reality of what happens to 401ks and IRAs when you start to retire. When you're starting to retire and you're taking that money as an income stream, what tax bracket are you going to be at? Most people think they're going to be at a very low tax bracket because they're retired. They're going to be making very little money. Let me tell you real quick, ladies and gentlemen, that is not true. Most people have this misconception that when I retire, I'm not going to be making the hundred thousand or or eighty thousand or seventy thousand that I was making before with the with my job, and you know my taxes are going to be lower. That's not the case. Most people are having to keep the same income, maintain the same income. You can't survive on just social security or you can't just survive on only $30,000 a year in today's economy. There's no way. With, with the way that inflation's running, the cost of goods, and just how expensive it is to live, you have to do something different to get more money and, or, or have retirement accounts that are paying you more money. And this is why a lot of times when people are retiring, we always hear this. If they're in the retirement years, they're fearful to take their money from the retirement accounts. They don't want to pay taxes. They don't want to increase the tax rate because they don't want to pay these types of numbers of losing that type of money. So tax-free money is so important. That is the number one kind of baseline of today's topic is you have to build tax-free money. That is the only way you're going to be able to survive comfortably in your retirement years. And why I say that is 
when you retire, I who knows what tax bracket we're going to be in. I look at my life right now. I'm 31 years old, and taxes are relatively high right now. Well, 30 years from now, let's say I'm continuing to save for my retirement every single year for the next 30 years, assuming that taxes are going to be at this tax bracket. There's no way to, to that's not going to happen. When I retire, taxes are going to be higher, I'm sure, because again, something's going to have to pay all that trillions of dollars of debt that we have. And that's where the government's looking to increase taxes on different areas, not just regular income tax, but also for retirees, also for you know uh, investment vehicles like what we're talking about that people have. So you have to realize this is a this is a huge dilemma that people are just starting to figure out that it's not like it was for your grandparents or parents back in the days where they could get away with living off of just social security, or they could live off of 30 or $40,000 a year. That can't happen in today's world. We have too much inflation and we have too much debt that's making taxes go up. And this is something we have to be aware of. So we're going to take another quick break. I want to just uh, say something real quickly here. Yep. Because a lot, a lot of people, uh, absolutely right, they say, nah, yeah, when I retire, I want, I'm going to be in a lower tax bracket, just like you said. And you know what my answer to that is? If you, if you are on a lower tax bracket at retirement than you are right now, that means that you have failed financially. I mean, I mean really, you have failed financially. I mean, who wants to be in a lower tax bracket at retirement? I mean, I think we're accustomed to living a certain lifestyle, right? So, I mean, to me, you know, that's only a fallacy. That's a misconception that people have. We're not going to be in a, we're not going to be in a lower tax bracket. Let's face it. Even if, even if the government does not increase taxes, it doesn't matter. We're used to living on a certain lifestyle, we're not going to go down from a hundred thousand a year that we have with all like luxuries and trips that we take and all that into fifty thousand dollars a year. There's no way. If you do, you fail. It is our job, my sons and I, to help you not be concerned about that, but to actually increase your financial security by having smart money moves smart money products something that can guarantee you without a doubt that you're going to have a super retirement no matter what the tax brackets may be so let's take a little break and we'll come back and we'll close the show okay talk to you soon if what you thought to be true about money turned out not to be true when would you like to know about it most of us have been taught wrong about money either by our family or friends. Our school system does not have any curriculum to teach us how money really works and how to make our money grow without risk in any economy. By tuning in to Become the Banker radio show with certified financial planner Joseph Quijano, you'll learn the truth about money and strategies to help you grow your money without risk. Are you ready to thrive financially in the economy? Listen for Become the Banker Radio Show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. 
Hello, I'm consumer advocate Tom Martino. For years, I've been telling you about a safe, secure investment that you can do for as little as $200 a month. Earnings grow tax-free. And better than that, during this recent stock market crash, they did not lose a penny. Even though investments hit all-time lows, those involved in Become the Banker are still earning their guaranteed return of 4% tax-free plus a 1% dividend. Isn't it time you at least investigate and possibly become the banker yourself? In a nutshell, you overfund life insurance on purpose to build tax-sheltered cash for retirement and for loaning to yourself for life's needs and pleasures, college, credit card debt, a mortgage, they can all be paid when you become the banker. Do yourself a favor. At least find out more. Becomethebanker.org. For the next webinar, that's becomethebanker.org. And for a video review, becomethebanker.info. It's time to take action and stop your losses. Becomethebanker.org. This is the Become the Banker Show with certified financial planner, Joseph Quijano. To participate in today's show, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also ask or comment by email to joseph at becomethebanker.org or text to 303-880-0887. Welcome back, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is the, uh, the, the final section of our show today. And uh, I'm so glad that, that, that you're here listening to us and hoping, hoping that you're actually taking down some notes. Maybe you, you may need to, you know, for the future episodes we're going to be talking about, I would encourage any note taking. And again, feel free. I mean, totally feel free to give us a call. You know, we don't charge a fee. We're a fee financial planning firm. Okay? We, we don't charge a fee. We value education. We want, we want to educate consumers. So feel free to reach out to us, please. You can either email us to joseph at becomethebanker.org or to jordan at becomethebanker.org or just give us a call at 303-779-6600 or just go to our website, becomethebanker.org and just send us a message. We're here to help you. You know, don't you agree, Jordan, that people need to think out of the box in today's economy? Absolutely. We got to do some things that are differently. We have to play it appropriately because as we said at the beginning of the show, uh, things are changing ever so much, number one. But number two, this is a different economy that's uncharted territory. For a lot of people, you might not have the financial background or the expertise to know exactly how to invest you know, financially in their appropriate stocks, the appropriate bonds, how to do your 401ks, how to plan or budget or college plan specifically to your needs. I mean, this is why... What we were saying in the show is if you're a heart surgeon, you're not going to trust a heart surgeon that's going to be working on your heart if they're going to be also a part-time plumber on the side and they're also going to fix the sinks and the toilets and then they're on the weekends, but they're doing the heart surgery during the week. No, you want to have the best heart surgeon that's working on you that has all the knowledge in that field and that's doing that 24 7 they don't have any other distractions well so it is when it comes to financial planning not everybody's going to be an expert in every single field well you have to find who 
can fit your philosophy philosophy and who could be your financial expert for what you're looking for to get ahead financially you don't have to be the guru yourself the financial guru you can trust in financial planners just like ourselves with especially well established uh you know tenureship you know with my father being in business for over you know 50 years now and having a spotless reputation for our financial firm that we really pride ourselves on and that's what you should be looking for when you're looking for anybody so go ahead joseph close us out no that is right uh, jordan you know and i think uh I, th I think you said it beautifully. I think the whole idea is to, you got to think out of the box, you know, like, you know, what the pandemic that's happening right now with the coronavirus, the COVID, everybody has changed the, the way that they live life. Don't you agree? Wearing masks, washing your hands all the time, sanitizing your hands, not having, you know, get togethers. But now that the vaccine is out, people are becoming a little bit more peaceful. And some people are actually getting the vaccine. Some other people are not getting the vaccine. The analogy that, that, that I'm trying to get here is that you have to think out of the box. Even though the vaccine came out rather quickly, you know, you got to take, you got to think out of the box and say, do I want to live or do I want to die? Do I want to go to the normal lifestyle that I had or do I want to remain where I am right now, locked up? So, some people are taking the vaccine, so you need to jump and do something differently with your finances. There's no vaccine for your financial losses. So take action now. Give us a call at 303-779-6600 or just send us an email and we'll be glad to actually help you go back and choose a life, a normal life when you retire of total financial security with absolutely no debt. So with that, I'd like to thank you, all of you, for staying tuned to our show today. And I'm looking forward to speaking with you again with my son, Jordan, a week from today when we'll have another episode. And we're going to choose a wonderful episode that will be just as timely as this one today to be able to enhance your knowledge, your knowledge to be able to jump out of the box and begin your journey with financial security. With that, I leave you till next week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for choosing to listen to Become the Banker Radio Show. Certified financial planner Joseph Quijano will return next Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Until then, remember, rich people think like rich people. Poor people think like poor people.